It's Eat Right Radio. It's all about eating right. Produced with the help of our friends at the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Here's Melanie Cole, MS. You may be treating your sweetheart this February, but don't forget, this is also American Heart Month. So give your own heart some extra love. Heart disease is the leading cause of death in this country. My guest today is Alyssa Rumsey. She's a New York City-based registered dietitian, personal trainer, and media spokesperson. Welcome to the show, Alyssa. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about Heart Disease Month and why it's so important that we pay attention to our hearts at this time? Sure. So February is National Heart Month, and it's a time for everyone to really um, understand the importance of heart disease and to know the risk factors for it, to know what can prevent heart disease, what can improve heart disease, and to know um, what to check in with their doctor for. Um, Some people, some of the risk factors for heart disease are things that we can't really feel, such as high blood pressure or diabetes. There are many people that have untreated and unknown high blood pressure and diabetes because you can't really feel them, but they are a really big risk factor for heart disease. So February is a time where we do a lot of outreach and a lot of education about what heart disease is and what the risk factors are and what you should do to try to prevent it. So tell us a little bit about some of the risk factors that we can control. Sure. So um, there are certain things that we can't, but then there are a lot that we can. So many of those revolve around diet, around getting to a healthy weight, being active, um, also certain lifestyle things as smoking. Quitting smoking can really improve your risk for heart disease, Um, as well as, like I mentioned before, knowing if you have high blood pressure and if you do, making sure you're controlling that, knowing your risk for diabetes, and if you do have diabetes, keeping your blood sugar under control, Um, and then also making sure you're getting your cholesterol levels checked and under control as well. Tell us a little bit about cholesterol and its role in heart disease. When people get their cholesterol taken, Alyssa, they don't understand the numbers that they see. And so tell us a little bit about cholesterol and where we might find cholesterol so we can steer clear of it. Sure. So um, the cholesterol numbers that you get from your doctor are going to be made up of four different values. So you have your total cholesterol, which ideally we want to have less than 200. Then you have what's called LDL, which we consider, quote unquote, bad cholesterol. And that should be under 160. And then HDL is good cholesterol, and we actually want that number high. We want it over 40 and ideally much higher than that. And then the last number is triglycerides, which we want below 150. So what happens with cholesterol is when you have too much cholesterol and, more importantly, too much of the bad cholesterol that's circulating in your blood, it can slowly build up along the inner walls of your arteries, and especially those arteries that feed into your heart and into your brain. So together with some other substances, this cholesterol can form a deposit called plaque, which makes your arteries narrow and less flexible. So if a clot forms and then blocks the artery, you can have a heart attack or a stroke. Wow. So the food we eat is so, so important in our risk for heart disease, as well as these lifestyles, you know, smoking, keeping your blood pressure under control, Mm -hmm. you know, making sure your blood sugars and diabetes, that sort of thing is under control. Tell us about heart healthy foods that that might be in our diets that we should have in our diets to help us. Sure. So the, the biggest thing I really like to stress is number one, eating more plant food. And then along with that, including more anti inflammatory foods. So many of those foods are plant foods. Um, Plant foods are really powerful in helping to fight heart disease. You get a lot of nutrients, a lot of fiber, and almost an endless variety that you can cook many different ways. 
So brightly colored fruits and vegetables, such as broccoli or sweet potatoes, chard, strawberries, blueberries, spinach, those are all really great plant foods to include. Um, And they all have anti-inflammatory properties. Along with that, there are other foods as well that I really stress that you should include in your diet. That includes fatty fish, such as salmon or tuna, um, legumes and beans and nuts, like white beans, walnuts, or flaxseed, as well as a lot of the heart-healthy fats. So that would be like olive oil, you find that in, also avocado. And then there are certain spices that are anti-inflammatory, such as uh, turmeric and cinnamon as well. That's great advice. I love avocado and I love turmeric too. Really wonderful anti-inflammatory foods as you stressed. Now, speaking of stress, what role does stress play in heart disease risk and what can we do to manage some of that? So high levels of stress hormone can actually lead to relief of pro-inflammatory chemicals, and that pro-inflammation increases your risk for heart disease. So, you know, everybody has stress. It's normal to get angry now and then, but if stress or anger are happening a lot, that's really a problem, and you can have consistent high levels of that pro-inflammatory chemicals, which is not good. Um, So it's important to try to reduce stress as much as possible. I like to tell my clients, Try to practice techniques for managing stress, such as muscle relaxation, deep breathing. Um, A lot of my clients will do meditation, just anything to sort of bring your mind down and and help to control that stress. So what about exercise and what role does that play in preventing heart disease and or keeping it under control if you have already been diagnosed? So exercise helps in a variety of ways. So first of all, it's going to help you achieve and maintain a healthy weight which is important because being overweight increases your risk for heart disease. In addition, it can actually help control your diabetes. It can help bring blood sugar levels down. It can help control your cholesterol levels. And then it can also help control your high blood pressure. So exercise really affects all those risk factors for heart disease um, in a positive way and can help you reduce your overall risk. How much is enough? Um, generally, I say, you know, as long as you get your doctors okay, especially if you have not been exercising, trying to aim for at least 30 to 60 minutes of physical activity most days of the week. Now, that number sometimes frightens people. It sounds like a lot, an hour of exercise every day. Now, that doesn't mean you need to be in the gym for an hour every day. Every little bit counts. So now these step counters are all the rage now. Our phones can count our steps for us. So I like to encourage that everyone try to get at least 10,000 steps a day because that's really showing that you're moving, that you're getting, you know, enough physical activity in. And then if you can aim to get some more um, intentional physical activity, some intentional exercise, at least three to four days a week, that's a pretty good start. So now let's talk about losing weight, because maintaining a healthy weight is really so important in the prevention of heart disease in this heart disease month, Alyssa. But what about losing? That is so hard compared to maintaining. You're right. It is really, really tough. Our bodies are sort of made to hold on to the calories that we're eating. And, um, you know, as we get older and as we lose muscle mass, our metabolism starts to drop, which means that you need even less calories to just maintain your weight, um, let alone lose weight. So it is really difficult, but it's not impossible. And as you mentioned, losing weight can really decrease your risk of heart disease. It can help you lower your blood pressure and control your diabetes as well. Um, You know, I think the the important thing is to, um, calories are important, calories in versus calories out. We've heard that before. Um, So you really do need to look at your overall portions that you're eating. But I like to stress sort of the foods we talked about before that you want to eat more of. So kind of putting those fruits and vegetables on your plate first. Those have a lot of fiber. They're going to fill you up and give you a lot of volume, but for not a lot of calories. 
and then trying to make sure you're emphasizing the protein as well. Protein is also going to keep you full for a lot longer, as well as the heart-healthy fats that I mentioned before, so like the olive oil, for example. So if you're doing that and then having a little bit of carbohydrate on the side um, and you're doing that, you're going to feel full with less food, and that's going to help the weight come off. So in just the last minute, Alyssa, give your best advice. If you had to tell everybody the most important things you want to tell them about Heart Disease Month and preventing heart disease. I would say make sure you're eating a lot of plant food, get to a healthy weight, and really get active. That's a great summary. It's really great advice, and it certainly is the best way for people to, you know, really embrace this Heart Disease Month and actually embracing it all year round, really. So, as Alyssa said, you know, keep your weight at a healthy weight, manage your stress and your anger, follow that heart-healthy diet she discussed, keep active, know your numbers, your cholesterol numbers, your glucose levels. Those are all ways that you quit smoking, and those are all ways that you really can help your heart in this heart disease month and all year round. You're listening to Eat Right Radio with our good friends from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. For more information, you can go to eatright.org. That's eatright.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening, and stay well.